Alright guys, so good morning and let's get straight to it. I am your host Lady Loach and you are listening to Just Getting Started. So today I am up and we are spending our 20 to 30 minutes of devotion time together. The reason we are doing this is because our seasons have changed and that was a piece of paper in the background, don't worry about it. Um... Our seasons have changed, and now we're moving into November slash December. We're right before Thanksgiving, so what we're trying to do is um, really get into ourselves, and we want to be able to know the Word of God in a different way in this season, because for sure, this season is about shedding dead skin. You're moving into a place where you used to you used to may have harvest dead thoughts, dead opportunities dead um dead reactions dead people you know what i'm saying they're living but there's there's no source of fruit and so you want to remove yourself or you want to be able to handle working in that function you know but you want to shed your skin and so uh you know just spiritually bound this is just phenomenal to have to do this together but at the same time it's a challenge because we know that God promised us certain things and so we know that we have to continue to strive and to earn and to know him so that we can see that promise all right y'all I'm not going to get too far into this so let's go ahead and go straight to the bible yesterday we read John three sixteen. now on this same passage there is so much that we didn't even get into on the whole context But the next thing I definitely want us to go into is Romans 9 and 10. Romans 9 and 10 is definitely, I think Romans is just a phenomenal book. But Romans 9 and 10 really lets you know about some things and kind of God's perspective on how he does things. So Romans 9 and 10. And this is the passage where God talks about how he selects and does things according to his purpose. So we're going to start off with 10 and we'll end at 15. This son was our ancestor, Isaac. So again, this book is the New Living Translation version. And it's basically, again, a more easier read Um, So it is not the King James Version, but it's the New Living Translated Version. This son was our ancestor, Isaac. When he married Rebekah, he gave birth to twins. But before they were born, before they had done any good or any bad, she received a message from God. This message shows that God chooses people according to his own purpose. He calls people, but not according to their good or bad works. She was told, your older son will serve your younger son. In other words, the scripture says, I love Jacob. But I rejected Esau. Are you saying then that God was unfair? Of course not. For God said to Moses, and this is where we end. 
I will show mercy to anyone I choose. And I show compassion to anyone I choose. All right, y'all. So I'm going to be super quick with this one. Um, I know we're all busy in the morning and we all have certain things that we um, are accountable to do. So I definitely feel you. I understand. Um, But let's go ahead and get into this because we need to put God before work. And this is something I'm going to help you with and I'm helping myself with. And we just have to get it. We have to know that in this moment... I didn't hit my microphone, y'all. <laughs> in this moment, God is so good because his intentions of the time that we feel like we don't have, we're rushing, we're doing all this other stuff. He is like, okay, just slow down. Take a breath. Take, take a breath with me, actually, because I need one, too. Okay. He's still here with us. And all of this rushing, I can still complete it in the same amount of me doing it slow and and and. Being intentional is if when I'm rushing, I might I'm going to I'll be quick to make a mistake. But if I take my time, I speak on purpose. I do on purpose. I won't. I'll have less mistakes. But even within my mistakes, I still can admit, and God will get the glory out of that, because He works in my weakness, so that He is magnified. All right, y'all. Don't let me get too too distracted now. So we're basically reading this passage, and I've highlighted eleven through I think it's fifteen. Yes, because these are the main pieces that we're going to talk about. So eleven says, "But before they were born, before they had done any good or bad, she received a message." Okay, and we're going to stop right there. Now this is not even the whole eleven verse because it tells you what the message is, but I want to stop here because. Yesterday, we talked about the five questions, and this is just giving more support to knowing that, okay, he literally is telling us before they were born. Okay, this is two twins that Isaac and his wife, Rebecca, that they're having two twins. And they're having twins, excuse me, not two sets of twins, but just twins having a single set, two babies. Uh... But before they were born, you see how God is speaking to his wife, Rebecca. And it says before they had done any good or bad. Any good or bad. So they haven't even had the time to make a choice, come out and do anything. They're still in the womb. In the womb. There's a scripture in the Bible that talks about um, how can a man... Be born again? Can he enter into his mother's womb the second time? No, you can't. But to be born again is a total different topic. I'm I'm getting distracted here uh, for sure. I'm definitely getting off topic as well. But what I'm saying is that there's no way for you to re-enter your your mother's womb as a as a more mature mind to say that okay, God knew me. No, you're an infant. You're an embryo, and He says, "I knew you then. I knew you when you were." I knew you before you knew yourself. And then he turns around and says, before you have even done good or bad, I'm going to give you a message. I'm going to give you something um, so that you can know what my desire is. Um, And that's that's what God does. He uses us as his foot 
to, you know, he uses us to, to be pieces of the body in Christ. And we do that, which he has called us to do. So the message says, um, this is, this message shows that God chooses people according to his own purpose, to his own purpose. Do you, do you get where I'm saying? Okay. So Regardless of the distractions in my background, I, I have to stay focused. Yeah, the MLMs can't be no louder, but that's fine. He still called them to a purpose too. But here we go. He called them to his purpose. I am so excited to know that before I was born, God called me to his purpose. And a lot of times, like I said, we get caught up. Yesterday, we talked about the five main questions. Before you step out, you get stuck on these questions. And we, when we have more foundational time with God, we have to know that it was in his intentions to deliberate on, I know what this is going to feel like. I know that you may feel something um, that's insignificant, but this is why I need you to come to me with quality of time and quantity because we can work through this. I've, I've built you to work through this. I've built you to live through this. That's what I tell everybody. They're like, man, how's the pandemic? You're doing all right. You're doing good. You're staying safe. And I'm like, man, I'm living through this. I get to tell somebody I lived through this. I get to tell somebody I accomplished something through this. And it's not because of what I've done. It's not my works. It's thy works. It's God. So according to his purpose, he calls people, but... Not according to their works. Let me say this again. But not according to good or bad works or works. So basically saying what you do with your own hands, what you do to serve, to understand from your understanding, that does not give you a bump up in God's eyes because he doesn't, he, he knows your works. Okay. He knows what you're going to say. He knows what you're going to think. You know, he knows all of that. But what he says is that he called you for his own purpose. We're already made in his image. And so now he's going to put his purpose on the inside of us so that we can begin to live it out. Okay, so we can begin to do what he called us to do. That is where our true fulfillment is at, is within us understanding God and putting his word. With the, they tell us to hide the word in your heart. So that you can meditate a day and night. And what they mean by day and night is that in the day, that's when everything's great. Everything's, you, you got money. You got extra money. You got everything going for you. Your hair is done. Your nails done. The brother got a haircut. Shoes clean. But in the night, that's when you don't have those things. That's when the lights are out. That's when things are struggling. There's things are missing. Bills are mispaid. Um, you're trying to figure out how you're going to get through. That's, that's the night. But you have to practice in both. It says study yourself so show you are approved. So that you are, you know what to do. Okay. But through him, you do it. So of course I'm probably getting way off topic again, but I get super passionate guys. And this is just, it's so good to know that God calls us according to his will. So we can stop looking for our own purpose. We can stop saying, well, I feel like I'm designed to do. No, (laughs) we are designed to call on Jesus and he will give us the desires of our heart. And he therefore created the desires that we very much want to become anyways. It goes hand in hand with the purpose he gives us. So again, um, I finished y'all. I finished my class. I finished the, I finished it. I'm so excited. I finished it in the middle of the pandemic 
and just while still working in the army, while still being a um a mother and trying to homeschool, while still trying to transition and doing other stuff, while still starting a business, while still starting a new partnership, while still looking at merchandise, it was a lot. So those works are are not what God is looking at. He's looking at the core of me and he's like, I asked you to do something and that's be consistent be purposeful speak with the purpose live the life that I want you to live that's help others and in that you know I I struggled I struggled and so that's why I'm back on the podcast and we're doing 20-30 minutes of just devotional prayer in God because that's something that I can admit my mistake that was something I failed at before and so now I know moving forward this has to come first you know God will teach us the Gilgal, which is the the, the the things of first in order. He will let us know that that place of beginning, we have to get that right. Because we can start anything, but y'all, if you're going to start it, you might as well know what you're doing. And if you're going to link up with anybody, it should be God. It should be Jesus. Because they are finishers. They give you the spirit of a finisher. We sometimes, we can start, we won't finish. I don't know about you. If you start and you finish, hey, that's my struggle for sure. I will start many projects, even with cleaning up around the house. It's a small thing, but it is. It goes deeper than that for me. And y'all know I'm very deep. Okay, I'm so deep that some people, some people have to tell me that's too much. You know, so I have to learn that balance still, and I'm given that grace to know that even in my imperfections, it's still made to work for my good. And this is basically what he's saying: not by your works that you that you will be even compared against you're not compared against that you're compared you're not compared at all but what I've done is I've called you to my purpose I've let you know that it's not what you can do bad or good it's according to my will my purpose that's what I've called that's what I called for you to answer and to be and so she was told that her older son will serve her younger son and the scripture says that basically he loved Jacob but he rejected Esau and then it goes on and asks, you know, does that mean that God is unfair? Does that mean, you know, we're trying to, to think on his level, but we would never understand God's level. And then he goes and says, God told Moses um, that I will have mercy on who I have mercy. And I will have compassion on who I have compassion. And so this is the statement that I'm leaving you with this morning. Do not get caught up on the who, what, how from yesterday. We talked about this. And today, move into knowing that he knew you before you were born. He knew you in a way that he created on the inside of you as that little piece of an embryo or that little bit of forming that he he had you lined up already to enter into your mother. To be carried nine months, he knew you immediately. Okay, and he put down on the inside of you a purpose that is according to his will so that you don't have to come out looking and seeking for attention. The attention and seeking is already paid in full. Jesus paid it. And so now we live it out. We live it out according to God's purpose so that we know now that we are called, not because of our works, good or bad, but because he has called us toward his purpose, his intentional purpose for us to do his will. And no matter what, whether um, we try to reason or try to compare and say, oh, you know, is this unfair? You know, life is so unfair. No, life is life. God made this life to be the way it is because there's moments where there's low spots 
And we're supposed to come to him and he will help us. There's moments where there's high spots where we come to him and we thank him. And even in the low spots, we can thank him. Even in the, the transition period where we get, like I talk, talked about yesterday, the climax, we begin to thank him and know how to function and go into that how. And we begin to give quality and quantity of time to be intentional and deliver, deliver, um, deliver our message before we even get a message. Okay, so we we have to come to him, and sometimes we don't have to say much. We can just sit still, and that's something that we need to practice, and that's what we're doing right now, practicing early in the morning, putting him before everything we do, putting him before I brush my teeth, putting him before I try to, um, you know, do anything, cook a cup of coffee, do all this other stuff. Putting him before, even if you've done that stuff already, and you're sitting, you're sitting, you're putting him before something. At least knowing that moving forward, after I shed my dead skin, this series, after I leave the dead place, after I, le- I know that I must put worship before work. And so, um, we're gonna go ahead and close. Like I said, this is gonna be a quick, 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 quick one because I personally have to get ready and. Um, I want you to decide that you know who you really are desiring to be. Whether it's a struggle on the inside where you're trying to find, you know, your voice or you're trying to define, you know, God, what is my purpose or, you know, what is it that I can do? What do I need to, what is it, you know, you, you're struggling in that, in that question of what. Um, here's what I suggest for you to do. I want you to get a piece of paper. And I want you to write two to three things that you can commit to doing every day. Two to three. And why? Because two is is feasible. Three, you could be in agreement. You know, maybe you have more flexibility. But even in the middle of this pandemic, God can still drive you into a healthy mindset. He can still um, be with, he's going to be with you regardless, but he can still be with you as you transition on this intimate level of understanding what it means to do something different. You have may have, you may have never seen this done, but it does not mean that it is not going to come to pass. Jesus was telling people that he is the son of God. Nobody around the world was saying that. So they did, they, they disowned him. But at the end of the day, he is the son of God and he, he's sitting at the right hand of God. And he's watching over us day by day. So don't worry about what people think. We need to be more concerned about what God called us to be. And understand that. How do we understand it? How do we figure that out? We begin to live a life that is different. I cannot watch the power and love and hip hop and go to bed. I may want to, but I know that, okay, if I'm going to bed, who's going to wake me up in the morning? All right, God is. I need to go spend some time with him before I put my face on my pillow and fall asleep. Because it's only up to him that I wake up the next morning. You see how intentional that is? How we begin to deny ourselves of small things? So, it it doesn't have to be TV. It could be whatever. It could be eating. It could be talking to someone too early you know maybe God has told you about something that he wants you to start and you shared it with somebody and you may feel that that person is adequate to to share that with but he wants you to keep it intimate until it comes to pass that's one thing that we're definitely going to talk about sharing things too soon 
telling you, even with pride, pride, there's so many things that we can give to God and we begin to think differently. Therefore, we speak differently. Therefore, we choose to live different. We see different. And, and that's the way that God communicates with us and us to him. And we're asking and, and, and being silent to know his heart on the matter, to know his will so that we can fulfill that what is called in us to do in the first place. A lot of us um, are still feeling like we're not accepted or we don't know our purpose or we're struggling. Let me tell you something. When we're looking for someone to lead, we're looking for a person sometimes. If we're not looking for a person, we're looking for an opportunity to take me to the next level. If you are you are one of those, um, man, when I achieve this, I'm going to be good. Nah, you're good right now. You have to learn how to love the struggle. In the struggle, there's a blessing. There's understanding. There's purpose. And in that struggle, there's, a, there's, there's just some things that we have to come to understanding and claim over our lives and begin to move into nothing. Okay, that's another episode. I think I talked about that already, but you guys should listen to that. In the nothing, you can still be prosperous because when he gives you a little bit and you be a good steward over, he can give you more. He can give you more. And, and then when he knows, because once he gives you the opportunity to make something, you know you're building the kingdom. You know you're not making that money by your own. You know you're not doing that on your own. So therefore, he knows that he's going to get the glory. He trusts you with more. But you have to start with nothing. Okay, I'm telling y'all, I was at the point where I had my phone and I was in the closet recording. I'm still using my phone. I still go in the closet and record, but it's about the opportunity. My husband supports me so much that he bought my microphone. You know, he's building me up and letting me know, hey, don't don't quit. This is something God has called you to do. You want to help people to keep going, keep going. And there's days that like I told you I had to take some time to just feel like, you know, God, what am I what what is that purpose? You know, those questions hit me. And I took that time out. And like I said, I know now that the order of first things is devotion, prayer. God comes before work. And what you love to do, you have to love it so much that you know that you put God before it so that it can be prosperous. So, y'all, again, this scripture today was definitely for you to meditate on that you are called for his purpose. Okay, his purpose. And even though God may set in stone that... um. You know, maybe your life will be on top of a hill, but you may deal with depression and anxiety. And maybe this other person will be in a valley, but maybe they'll have um, they'll have a way to, you know, show compassion and have love. So those no, no matter where you are, whether you're up here or you're down here, he gives you the opportunity to know that he that you need him. And it's up to us to say, OK, God, I submit I surrender. I come under your authority. I cannot do this on my own. I can't make it without you. We begin to desire him in every high and low place and every in-between place. This is where we begin to succeed. And I promise you, you will not fail. God before you, who can be against you? You cannot fail. Even in failure, you learn. I talked about that when we first started recording because I'm so passionate about it. I'm telling you, the time I took away, I felt failure. I felt like I wasn't worthy. I felt all these things. And then I turned around and I opened my Bible. And I'm like, who who am I fighting with? I'm fighting with what's within me. And it's trying to understand that, oh, well, you have nothing. So who told you you could do this? Okay, God told me. And that's more than enough. 
I have to silence that thought. That thought wasn't even a thought of my own. And so we have to come to understanding that this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. We have to move out of the understanding of our own selves. We want to glorify ourselves. We want, I see, see what I did, do what I did, do this, this. We want to do that, but we have to be humble enough. And that's why I said we have to take that time to be devotion. We have the time to silence everything if we can. Even when we can't, we can still demand and claim authority over a situation and say, this too shall pass. Silence. I need silence. Find time. I need to find time to just be in myself and just even if it's just sitting somewhere and I don't have that quality of a space to just be closed off from everything. God can still work on you. So again, my my takeaway for you is to write the two things, two to three things that you can commit to every day. And this is called a commitment for life. And I've heard this through a motivational speaker, and I'm still working with mine right now, too. And it's two things or three things that you can commit to doing every day that will allow you to be successful for your entire life. And you begin to work those two things. For mine, um, I can definitely share with you that the way that I made mine. But I definitely am so inspired to know that I have to dive into being a healthy mindset person. And that doesn't mean that I'm, I am not one. But it means that I have to dive into understanding the root of what it is. And so that's learning not only the physical side of it but it's also the spiritual and mental side and so that's one of my things is to know that I'm going to be willing to be a God thinker that's my very first one on any situation bad good in between um you are fully motivated and ready to to start something but you don't have any clue on how you're going to start it and down here at the bottom where I deserve something but I don't know how I'm going to get it just to be a God thinker about the situation and to speak like how God speaks Okay, and that that requires me to think before I speak. And that's one of the biggest things. I have to think before I speak. Therefore, I have to think like God because he knows me the way that he knows me. And if I'm looking for something to speak, excuse me, to speak out, I must go down into him first. I must go down in prayer, down in understanding that God, um, what is on your heart for me to speak? What, what do you need? How can you use me today? How can I be used today? To go down and then in that down, I'm telling y'all, God will slowly move your spirit or however he does it. It may be your, it may be your spirit and maybe heat. you may feel um, you may feel tingling. You may feel something over your body where he begins to say, OK, I'm going to lift you from this situation. I'm going to carry you up. And then when we physically get up from that prayer, that place of intimacy with him, we begin to know, OK, now. I can approach the situation with a better attitude. Now I can see that I'm reaching the world um, not by my works, but by his, his word, and that I don't need to be the main front street. It's more or less God, you know, and we just want to give him praise and glory for understanding that. Another thing I declare over you is that I dare you to understand what your greatness is. And there's a beautiful book that I have just ordered and it is called why are you sitting on your greatness it's by Nora Burren b-o-r-d-e-n and the Nora is n-o-r-a and it's why are you sitting on your greatness now um I'm shouting this book out because I've only read I'm gonna be real with y'all 
I've only read the introduction and the preface. That's it. And I am so excited to read this book because the first two things that I just mentioned are telling you things that are so foundational. I'm just going to read the back cover for you real quick and then we're going to get out of here. But this is what I'm asking myself every day. I ask myself, who told me I couldn't do it? And then the the next sticky note I have underneath that is I choose to walk in my greatness every day. This is vital for me at this point in my life because I'm in a transition period. I'm doing something I've never seen done, but I believe in God full. I believe God 100% that it can come to pass and I will move in nothing. Okay, because when I get a little bit, I'm going to I'm going to be able to succeed because God knows my heart. He knows that I'm willing to move everything out of the way just to see him. And so let's get into this book real quick. I'm going to read y'all this um, back sheet, the back cover, excuse me. And then we're going to say our affirmation and we're going to get out of here. We're going to enjoy our day. So it says, why are you sitting on your greatness? I wrote this book to reveal to myself why I was sitting on my own greatness. Now, in this first sentence, it clears it all up for me because you write a book and the book gives you the answer of why you're sitting on your own greatness. So the purpose of the book was to share that that somebody else can stop sitting while you're still sitting and writing. You see what I'm saying? That is so deep right there. Um, Her next thing is that I wanted to figure out how to overcome my obstacles that I felt were in the way and that were ultimately stopping me from walking into my greatness. I wrote, the more I wrote, the more I began to realize that these are the same issues I had that I might have been the same as, um, might have been the same issues affecting the minds of other women, keeping them from realizing their own true greatness. This is the first piece, okay? If I kept going, I'm telling you, this book was, um, $21 shipping and handling, you know, tax and everything was $21. This is a paperback, but either way, it comes with a bookmark and everything. She's a beautiful, um, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful person. I personally don't know her, but I've speak, I've spoken to her and I've seen her. And so it's been an opportunity of a lifetime to know that to be in a group of people who are literally challenging yourselves to go up, even at this point in life, you know, she's an author, you know, I'm, I'm literally, I still got one toe in the door, but to be partnered up and teamed with people. I have a um a good, 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 good friend of mine. We're like sisters and she just started a whole business. And it's like, my God, we are doing things in the middle of a place where nothing, oh, y'all can't, you shouldn't be doing this. You stay in the house, wear your mask. No, we're going to do that. That's the practical. We're going to do the practical. But if God told us to move, another lady that I know down here, I think I talked about this before, y'all. I shop with True, True by Courtney, and her clothes, her boutique is, I mean, off the chain. This, these, this stuff that she, this stuff, I'm gonna have to like link it in my um description. But shopping with True, you feel like you are glammed up, ready to go to church, or glammed out to go to an event or to a date. She picks elegant pieces, and you, they're so unique. And then when she orders them, that's it. If they're out, they're out. You know what I'm saying? So you are the only person to have that piece if you having it, you know, if you purchase it. So that's just some things. And um, she started that in the middle of the pandemic and her business is still booming. She sells out on a lot of stuff. Sell, I mean, sold out on a lot of stuff. So I'm just super excited. There's a lot of different things that I've seen that have birthed into the pandemic. So um, people giving birth and taking their kids home and healthy children, you know, just small, intimate things that God has done for them. Um, I'm super excited. This is great. Let's go ahead and get into it. Peace.
Y'all have a blessed day. Let's say our affirmation. Here we go. I believe good things are supposed to happen in me, through me, and for me right now. I know that God is with me. I know God is for me. And I know God is going to go through with me. Have a blessed day, y'all. I appreciate your support. Check out the podcast. Share, share, tell somebody. Be on purpose today. Be with purpose and try to be on time. All right, peace. So, again, thanks for listening to this podcast. I hope you have a blessed day. Let's go out and speak positive things. We're going to make our affirmations. We're going to go ahead and write those things down that we are leaving behind us. And after these 20, 30 days, guys, we're going to be moving into a place where we feel that skin dripping and peeling and falling off of us. That is my word for you. So walk into your day knowing that God is with you. Walk into your day confident, strong, beautiful, handsome, and ready to live and speak with a purpose and let your light so shine. This is your host, Lady Loach. And if you haven't, check out my website. I've got some merch dropping New Year's. And I'm super excited to share with you the next opportunities that I'm coming up with. I'm looking forward to the boot camps in 2021. So you guys, it's going to be amazing. This transition that we all are going through, God has already gotten us through it. He sees us at our our making stage and he sees us at our finish stage. So, but without saying too much, have a blessed day again. Continue to live this life and let God's light shine everywhere you go. Thanks for listening to Just Getting Started. Peace.